Edgy T-Saw, episode 21. We can drink, baby. Yeah, in every country in the world, we're considered an adult. Nice. And eligible for military service in some. Scary. Everybody, welcome back to Edgy T-Saw. Pretty sure that's what we call this. Oh, that's its slang. Street cred name. It's a street cred name. That's right. That's right. Dude, I'm so stoked. So stoked. We got the best interview coming up today. It's going to be great. Fantastic. This dude is uh, well Scott. known all over the world. No, I got this. Hold on. He's known all over the world. He's written 20 textbooks, 60 at least, articles, actually. at least 20 textbooks, 60 articles. But Scott. Jack Richards was on campus today. He was, yes. Is? And he's now in Osaka. What? Yeah. He, uh, apparently he, he's a little busy. Uh, and uh, We didn't actually talk to him, did we? I, I talked to him and he's About a nice guy. coming to the show. Uh, no, that's what I thought. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> his loss, man. Exactly. This could have been the pinnacle of his career. Could have been the highlight of his career. No place to go but down after this. <laughs> so much for our interview. Yes. So what are we going to do instead? Well, uh, let's talk a little news. News. Our sound man needs to <laughs> catch <laughs> Apparently, up with we've stuff. been drinking already. Yeah, sounds good. Um, there is big news. 2007 in Seattle, Washington. You will have the opportunity, well, if you're there. If you're there. <laughs> to meet and greet us and watch our presentation. Yes. Video presentation. We were officially accepted for the uh, 2007 Seattle Conference, and so we are way excited about it. And I teach English, so I use way excited. <laughs> that's proper English. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so we're we're really, really excited about uh, about the opportunity to be able to go and uh, show off a little bit and uh, talk to talk to people who maybe even have listened to us. That would be so cool. <laughs> that's a, that's the exciting part. It's exactly. <laughs> uh, sign autographs, um, but no, we will try to take this show internationally on the road and do interviews yeah whoever we can get a hold of exactly there's some there's some interesting possibilities that we will keep under our hat until we're closer to the date but uh hopefully it will be uh, we'll have some opportunity to to actually grab some names and uh maybe interview them also yeah and interview (laughs) them also maybe not quite uh i mean i don't know maybe if jack actually listens to the show <laughs> sorry uh he'll want to come back but well he uh, said jolt i'm not going to jolt i'm but, going uh, to jolt and i'm actually going to be taking a portable setup so if i can grab somebody grab some people or maybe even just uh, get some reactions to what's being seen down at the show we may have those on next week uh, i'm going to try to crank this out at least on the itunes feed for people who are going to Jolt. So if you see one of our flyers at Jolt um, and you see me pushing them down, um, setting them down, come up and introduce yourself, say hi, and uh, just come up and yell, Edgy Diesel! <laughs> and then run away. And we'll give you a free uh, 
pat on the back or kick in the butt. Your choice. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we're going to run down. I'm going to run down uh, Friday and Saturday and uh, check out the the conference, see what people are talking about, and uh, be a bit of a report next week. Are you going to the um, Tanya Oxford drinking thing? Uh, undetermined as of yet. Okay. But uh, I'm gonna try to stick my head in there at least and stuff. So uh, we uh, have a semi-promise from our our lovable Oxford rep that uh, she will come in and talk to us at some point after the busy season's down, and uh, so we'll get a chance to talk to some book reps and uh, see what they do and and how they have to deal with us. Right. But usually at Jolt, um, Oxford, and Tanya is usually there, put on a little drinking uh, little party, party. Yep. to look at their books and have a one free drink usually. Yep. Um, and then you can drink the rest yourself. You can buy them. Yep. Um, so they possibly usually, try to be there. Yeah, we usually there's, there's some sort of uh, big party for the conference and all of the book companies uh all of the book companies run and uh donate stuff and we have a big party and they give away big trips and or travel vouchers and stuff really like that. yeah 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 yeah. sweet yeah I the last two just, yeah seriously um some of the prices are actually pretty good so if anybody's going down to jolt in uh in uh Kitakushu, uh i will see you Bless there you. yeah thank you um, which will bring us to email. My email is scott at education.org. And mine is scott duarte at education.org. Uh, all lowercase, all one word, S-C-O-T-T-D-U-A-R-T-E, and I'll just spell out education for you, E-D-G-Y-C-A-T-I-O-N.org. Yes, that's education, not education. That's the different. edge of education. That's right. I like that as a tagline. It's man. a good one. It's a it good is. one. I it was is. happy. But um, talking of Jolt and talking of TESOL, um, you go there to watch presentations. Yep. And so that's what we're going to be looking at today. Presentations, teaching um, presentations, uh, students how to give them. And then we're going to be turning the mirror on, well, not necessarily ourselves but our Somebody profession <laughs> and the English teachers who show up at these conferences and uh, with the best can... of intentions yep and we'll get into more of that after we talk about the students all right <laughs> it's a teaser it's a teaser want some <laughs> psych so <laughs> so uh so I'm teaching a modern presentation skills class this semester what As opposed you, what, to archaic presentation skills. Well, <laughs> as opposed to, yeah, I suppose if you want to call current, like current, what I usually see at conferences and from a lot Which of students. can be archaic. Yeah, 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 archaic is not necessarily a bad word. Um, anyway, we'll get into more details. Yes. Teaser, teaser. And um, I am teaching um, an academic communication skills, uh, listening, speaking, note-taking course. So ba- do you, so you have your students doing presentations? presentations. Exactly. Mm-hmm. How do you have them do it? What do you do? All right. Well, um, they just got through doing their second presentation, and we had been doing um, a huge unit on population and then uh, birth, 
marriage and death customs um, within different um, nationalities and so forth, different countries. And so they could choose their topic of anything relating to that those um, major categories. Mm -hmm. I gave them a week to research, and usually I give longer. I give usually two weeks for the whole project, but I wanted to kind of rush them since this was their second one. Right, right. A week to research and plan any um, plan and produce any visual aids. Okay, now, um, oh, just visual aids or the whole presentation. Every, in a well, week. that's the whole everything. the whole deal in a the week. The whole deal. Yeah. Now, was it individual student presentations or were there groups? They or? were doing it, uh, completing them in pairs. In pairs, okay. And so we spent. I gave them the full class time, which is an hour and a half. Um, four days, mm -hmm. four or five days um, for preparing. And then I expect them to do a little work outside of class. Sure, sure. So that's why I kind of just rushed it because I knew that if I gave them two weeks, they would sit around the first week not doing anything anyway. That's what I do. Exactly. I mean, that's what other people do. <laughs> not me. I always get it done right away. Um, how, how long were the presentations? What do, I mean, do you give your kids time limits? as far as minimums and maximums, or just minimums, or what? I gave them, the goal was eight to nine minutes per, okay. per, group, per group, per pair. pair. Stereo, Jeez. coming in <laughs> live in stereo. Uh, okay. Just um, anything shorter than that is not developed enough, Right. I found, and um, I don't want to give four or five class periods to just listen to presentations. I'm sorry. So that's why I kind of set maximums. Okay, so you and did... And it's a short time frame. Yeah, I, I, sorry, I'm brain fart today. Um, you did eight-minute minimum, 10, 12-minute maximum? Nine-minute. Nine-minute. I give them wow. a short eight to nine minutes. window. Wow. Yeah, that's tight. Which, th there's, there is a reason. I want them to go through their information, mm -hmm. cut out needless yeah. information. Keep it concise and, exactly. and focused. Yeah, that, that's one of the problems that <clears throat> that I see in students a lot uh, is keeping the information concise and on topic and not rambling on like a couple of people that I know. Right. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, well, we have gotten concise. We've been better. More or less. <laughs> We've gotten better. And... Um, but I also give them that, that short window expecting, okay, they're going to, they need to, knowing that they have to fit within this time, they need to rehearse it three or four times to be able to know how long it is and to get it, weed it down or yeah. to beef it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's probably my biggest problem at this point with my kids is uh, lack of practice. Because I only see my kids twice a week. Mm -hmm. And so um, I, there's no time for in-class practice. So it's all outside. And man, I was, I, you know, just as a shot in the dark, I'm like, y'all need to practice more. And it was funny because, like, you couldn't have choreographed it how, how exactly how far he their heads went down at exactly the same time. <laughs> like, he ain't looking at me, <laughs> you know. Yep. And uh, and trying to, it's like pulling freaking teeth. 
sometimes. Well, you have your good students and you have your bad, and, and this is with my IAS class. So these are supposed to be top-level students, mm -hmm. but you have some that are just horrible mm -hmm. and some that have it down pat, ready to go that first day. Yeah, that's cool. And and they know their stuff, and yeah, others don't. Now, what I usually do, uh, like I said, the, the class that I'm teaching is just presentations and presentation skills um, in a, quote, modern context. And so I have individual speeches, um, but the first couple speeches have been three to five. Uh, the one that I'm going to be having them do in two weeks is going to be four to six. And uh, they have to use visual aids, and the visual aids they have to use is PowerPoint or uh, the OpenOffice version. Is uh, what's it called? Present, present. I forget. I don't know. Something like that. Impress. That's what it is. Or they could use um, Keynote. Yay, Mac. Yeah, but, but no one has Macs. So. I, I I don't have a Mac, so yeah. If they brought it in, that'd be happy. I'd be I'd I like the graphics and stuff for Keynote. You get some good stuff. But uh, I mean, part of the part of my class is avoiding the PowerPoint death um, of what you what a lot of people think of when they think of presentations is fill that slide with text and bullet points. Oh yeah. Um, I tell I mean my my group is it's really focused on all right. You can use images. You can use all the images you want, but if you're going to put words on the slide, no more than like four. And, you know, you've really got to boil down to what you need if you're talking about, you know, talking about whatever, like a door. I want to see an image of the door come up on the screen and as you click past it. Um, it's kind of a rapid fire style uh -huh. of PowerPoint. If you if you but look at some Steve of the job style, it's similar to Steve Jobs style in some aspects. Um, there's a guy named Seth Godin. If you watch some of Seth's stuff. Uh, some of his speeches, you can find them on YouTube and through his site. I forget what it's called, Ideazine or something like that. Um, you can see that as he speaks, he moves through. There's another guy with uh, who does Identity 2.0, uh, Dick somebody or other. I can't think of you what his name is. You can say that on air, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a name. <laughs> uh, and it's a podcast, so I can say whatever <laughs> I want. Yeah, but we got to put the explicit. Yeah, we don't. Okay, that's true. <laughs> All right, tag, you're it. All right. um, Richard is his name. Richard, yes. Richard from Canada. And it, the the website that I do a lot of the research with is uh, presentationzen.com by a guy named Gar Reynolds, who's also here at Kansai Gaidai. And uh, fantastic, fantastic information uh, from his website. What is it again? Presentationzen.com. And uh, it takes you to his blog, and he puts up links to um, uh, Takahashi Method and uh, some links for Larry Lessig and uh, Guy Kawasaki, who was used to be at Apple also, and some great video of fantastic, fantastic speakers. And uh, last semester, it's a semester course, so last semester the kids started with you know slides filled with bullet points. And by the end, it looked slick. And, uh, you know, some people say, well, that's a business presentation. Well, y yeah, yes and no. I mean, it's used in business, but you can use it in academics as well. Right. And so that's that's kind of how I'm focusing. And with, I, I was just uh, reading it on, or at least reading the headline <laughs> hmm. on Chronicle of Higher Education with more uh, CEOs 
going to the boards of universities. Mm -hmm. You know, it's business world is merging with academia. Yep. Yep. But look at what our our students, they might become teachers, um, but most of them are going to go into the business world. Right. So learning business-esque presentations is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. And the thing with business is you need to be able to really keep your audience kind of much more than in academia, it seems like. Um, and so your presentations have to look good and you have to be able to maintain attention. Now, if you can take that same idea and apply it to a classroom or an academic presentation, which quite frankly, sometimes I have trouble staying awake yeah. through teaser, teaser. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, if you can keep that same level of interest up for an academic presentation and and if you can have one academic presentation that people walk out of saying, wow, that was great. I don't think I've ever heard that. Well, one or two exceptions, but, but you seriously will. exceptions. But you 2007, That's Seattle. right. That's right. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, I laughed, I cried, I kissed three bucks goodbye. Except for that last part. Yeah, it's more like 200 and something for registration. For registration, yeah, no kidding. Anyway, back to students. <laughs> students in presentations. Okay, so... Um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll go with my class. I use, because it's not, I'm not trying to get it that slick. They, they have, I found a uh, 90% had never given a presentation or they'd given one and it was in elementary school. Right. I, I, I kid you not when I took a poll unless they were just pulling my leg or something, but I sincerely doubt they were. Yeah, no, that sounds, that sounds about right. Um, I'm just going for the basic things. So I use professional presentations from, oh, I want to say Cambridge. Um, it's an orange book that comes with a, a video tape. They don't even have it on DVD. Oh, wow. Um, but it's really hard to get. That's that's why I'm pausing. I'm trying to think. It It's hard to get on Amazon. It's hard to get. Really? Yeah. Uh, so it's an out of print. Yeah, I think uh. so. I think so, but it's more. It it has some humor. It has good basics. And um, and so well, and and my students are trying to get my attention. Yeah, sorry. So, <laughs> sorry. Um, it's it's good to use, and the whole course, I I go through it in about two weeks. Oh, that's not bad. So yeah, I'll take two full solid weeks. Um, two two weeks of four four classes a week. Yeah, at an hour and a half a piece. Right, right. Okay. Uh, to cover it, and you cover such things as looking at who your audience is, mm -hmm. um, what you need to do, and the basic five W's. Um, to five W's, basic five W's. What is that? When do you want to know? I don't know. Who won? Oh, I thought you were... When, where, what? I thought we were going to do that whole little... Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> and the ball is fumbled. <laughs> Who, what, when, where, why? And also, let's not forget our, our H cousins of how. Mm. And so you, you those questions to ask before you even start thinking about um, presenting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, then also such things as... Um, Signposting language, letting the audience know when you're moving on to the next, to the next point. Okay. Point, uh, the stay in the conclusion and things like that. Um, using basics of visual aids. Like. Um, 
using graphics as well as words to to bring in the do idea you, and to snag the audience's attention. Do you do posters or do you do PowerPoint? I use PowerPoint. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I use so PowerPoint. Slideware. Exactly. Okay. Um eye contact, uh body language and posture, mm -hmm. which is always a key one because I, I don't let my students stand behind a podium. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I I let them but I encourage them to not. Mm -hmm. Um, just because there are going to be, I mean, like I have a couple of grad students in my class and they have a couple of other teachers that, that ask them to do presentations, but they are not allowed to move in those situations. They're not allowed to move in front of, out from behind the podium. It's the archaic. Yes. Yes. And because those professors probably do not move they behind do exactly the, same the podium thing. themselves. Yep. Yep. Then, you know, it's like a great picture of the top of their head for an hour and a half. All right. <laughs> As they're looking down, reading their stuff. So um, anyway, so so you hit those. And uh, how do you what do you do as far as grading? OK, I have um, a rubric that I okay. use for when they are giving presentations. I actually have a few, but um, I have one that that I use pretty much. And I look at such things as their introduction, mm -hmm. um, effective introductions clear explanations of the topic, um, acceptable order, okay. so that they're not, oh, I forgot something, oh, I have right, to go right, back, right. and which is all part of the planning phase. And using PowerPoint really helps them out. Yeah, um, keeps the thoughts organized. Since it is an ESL class, complete sentences, speaking clearly, correctly, confidently, and one of the main problems with Japanese uh, speakers, especially women, not to be sexist, but appropriate loudness. Appropriate uh, that's a good volume. That's a good way to put it: is appropriate appropriate loudness, um, because some students do have a naturally loud voice, which works. But uh, in in my experience here, there have been very few. Right. But you know, even to try to get somebody to speak and speak to the back of the room. Um, and Which is not where look, I sit on yeah, purpose. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Um, but to do that and not seem like they're shouting, right? Is it? It's a it's a challenge. That is. What that else is. you got on the list? Um, whether the presentation is interesting. Okay. Or if it's just stating a bunch of facts and figures and putting everyone to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Um, audio visual aids, well, using them. Um, one of the important things is being able to handle questions. Mm. Um, from the class. Mm -hmm. And I have the speakers state whether they want the questions to be held towards the end of the presentation or if the class is free to um, interrupt. interrupt. Um, also, that also adds a key imp component to everyone else because I make them have to take notes from the oh, lecture. Nice. nice. So that there is an active listening component mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. because everyone will have to add ask two or three questions in the class to receive credit. Oh, cool. cool, cool. Um, and then using note cards correctly. Uh-huh. Not just having the whole speech written out and reading. I hate that. Or hate I don't even, well, I, I do. I, I told them I wouldn't let them have whole sentences on their note cards. Oh, that's cool. But <laughs> since all of them did, I said, okay, you can use them, but I'm just going to count off so badly for right, it. Right, right, right. 
and I did. Yeah. Yeah, I generally, I started with letting them take full sheets of paper, and then I'm like, no, it's a very nice part you have in the top of your head. And uh, so I let them do, I let them take index cards, but I've never had a student show up with index cards, so they get, they don't get anything. If it's the, index if it's cards or nothing. Paper, you... Nothing. Yeah. So, but I mean, after the second time, they're like, no, nah, we just got to memorize it anyway. And based on our PowerPoint, for the for the most part, there's enough enough memory cues in there to where they know right. what they're going next. So. Well, that that's the whole thing with the asking questions. So that hopefully they learn it and not just memorize it. Because I've had so many students, they memorize it and they give it great. And then you ask a little question uh -huh. slightly to the left of topic, and they're like, uh, uh, and, yeah. and they have no clue. Yeah, yeah. I, I focus on getting them to know the information as opposed to getting to know the speech. Right. Yeah. Uh, so what's a you got one more two more the the last one, one is uh, finishing on time finishing on time yeah which is is preparation work yeah yeah and practice and, and practice that, exactly. that helps now um I don't remember if you'd mentioned it but you have it on your list of maintain eye contact how do you deal with eye contact for teaching eye contact or do you I have just to say make it. eye contact. You have to tell them to do it. You put it on the rubric. rubric. Well, that's true. And they, they, they know the rubric. They're not up there touching their eyeballs. Going, but I'm no, I just contacting. tell them that it, it comes down to not looking at your note cards the whole time. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I take a different different tack on it. Um, I, I do tell them it depends on the size of the room. And if you're in a huge auditorium, then you can use the cheat where you look over everybody's head and that will be fine because nobody in particular will be able to call you on it. Right. Um, if you're in a classroom the size of, that we are, uh, it doesn't work because it it's obvious that right. you're looking over everybody's head and it looks dumb. <laughs> it looks like you're just lost. You're no, I did do that for the, first, um, for the first presentation. I did tell them. Because I have some really shy students, I was like, mm. okay, if you don't, if you're too shy to look them in the eyes, look over their heads. Right, right. <laughs> and I noticed that it just it did look horrible. Yeah, but yeah. I wasn't going to count them off. Right. Count right. off on that for that. Speech. That time, yeah. Um, usually after that, then I'm like, all right, you need to choose three people in the audience: one stage right, one in the middle, stage left, and one stage left. And they are your friends, and so you talk a little to one. And then you talk a little to another. Yeah. Now you don't become a robot by going, and of course that visual totally doesn't work here. Uh, but it's like the shaking your head back and forth. Watching you know, tennis. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And you know you gotta you gotta pick and choose and and make it feel more natural. But um, and usually after those two explanations, students fall right in. On yeah. It. Yeah, pretty much so. So we're all right. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're safe for time. We're good. Um, which brings us to, are we there? Uh, pretty much. Is there, what do you grade on? Oh, what do I grade on? I, I use a lot of these same things. I don't have anything as nice as a rubric at this point because uh, I'm Feel going free. to, I'm going to steal, steal with both hands. Um, uh, I don't have anything set up as a rubric at this point, but it's, I, I look for a lot of the same stuff. And 
one of the other things that you don't have on here but could fall under what uh used visual visual visual, visual aids well visual uh, is um the amount of text on the slides if they have more than you know a couple of words like like more than four or five mm -hmm. on a slide there better be a good reason um like it's a quote right. or something um because I I really go for the I mean the the style that I'm teaching is a, a very minimal text style. There are no full sentences. There mm -hmm. are ideas that come up as words. So you know I have students come up with as they say the word why the word why with a big question mark or just the question, question mark, mark will yeah. come up on the screen and then they'll just keep going. It's it's cool. It's it's really cool to watch once they get how that works. Right. So I'll I'll bust them if they have too many things. The other thing with this style is you can't turn around and look at the screen. I'm I, to a certain degree, I think with yours too, you don't want them to be looking at the right, screen. Right. You want them to be getting used to looking at whatever they're using as a monitor, because usually these are projector things, and and uh, you know they'll have their their laptop screen in front of them, and the big screen will be kind of behind them to the to their right. Right. Generally. Well, a lot of them having problems with that one too. I, 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 by the third speech, if they're still doing it, I, I stop them. Well, no, just production wise, because uh, I'm using a Mac oh, laptop. Right, right, right. And so they're all making them their, their PowerPoints on PCs and they're using oh. fonts that I don't have. And it's just, right, right, right. I so kidding. I just said, okay, we'll do it in the call lab where there is no big monitor, but everyone has the same monitor in front of them. Oh, that's cool. So I I turn one monitor around for the students to know which which slide they're on, mm -hmm. and you still get them just being drawn to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I tell them it's like you might I'm putting this here for you, but I'm still taking points off if you're looking at it too right. much. Right. Yeah, because you really it it goes along with the eye contact. Right. I mean, you know, if you're looking at the screen, then the audience has a really nice view of your ear. <laughs> and your ear hair and the wax that you should have probably cleaned out. Exactly. And because you, you, you I, I can tell there's wax there because wax. I told you not to look at the screen, <laughs> and so there had to be something clogging it. And anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I kind of bust them heavy on that. Um, well, that, at least that's the first few times. That's part of the the using audio visual as well. Since I have them with partners, one partner is usually controlling uh, the pace, and if they get off pace and forget to whatever, that's I bust them on that yeah, also. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, it's it's a good good training thing. Cool. So uh, which leads us to Jolt and TSOL and practicing what you preach. Yeah, yeah. So many. I have a theory. I have a saying, and I think I really want to write the paper. Is uh, English teachers bad presenters or the worst presenters? <laughs> Hats off to Stephen Colbert. Anyway, um, but I mean, really, it a lot of stuff. I mean, there are exceptions. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of stuff that I see falls under one of those two categories: either bad or the worst. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it's like people who teach English and teach speech and presentation stuff. As soon as they are the one behind the computer. They forget everything they tell their students, everything they harp on, everything they're really, really strict about in class, and they 
totally throw it away. You know, you walk in and there's this this slide, and it's got 800 lines of text <laughs> and like 10 point with like 500 bullet points on it, and it's like. Dude. But hey, they they put the sheet over it because it, it isn't even PowerPoint. It's, it's, it's an overhead. Yeah, it's an overhead. So they have the sheet covering half of it. That's true. That's that makes me cry. <laughs> but you know, it, and they do they do all of the bad PowerPoint. Everything that makes PowerPoint a terrible presentation tool. Um, and you know, there's too much stuff going on. They got they got little animation stuff dancing Which all over the place, fits. and yeah. Has no room. Bad yeah. bad color selection rather than, you know, if you don't know, I don't know colors. I can't do colors to save my life. That's why my stuff's black and white or a blue and white or something really boring mm -hmm. like that. That I know is, is traditional, classic, whatever, but I don't have orange and purple. <laughs> um, because Go with football colors, man. Orange and purple is like Syracuse or something, isn't it? Okay. Don't go with football colors. <laughs> of course, I went to Michigan State. Green and white rocks. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, San Francisco State. San Francisco State is like purple and blue or something like that. So you know, you, 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 yeah. Of course, their football team's really well known too. Anyhow, bad Burnt orange and white baby. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Now, but I mean, as teachers, everybody out there listening, I want you to go the next time you have a presentation, I want you to go through your slides and if you have more than 4 words of text, I mean, I can read the slide, I don't need you there. If you have all of the information on the slide, I want you to tell me what you're doing. If you need to have information written down, great. Print a handout. Right. Don't print PowerPoint slides, print a handout. Open up Word. It's a different program. <laughs> Write it down and give it to me. That will make me happy. And I will move you into, hey, that's not bad. And at this point in the, in the presentation career, I would kill for like two or three, hey, that's pretty good, <laughs> presentations at, at major conferences. I mean, the JALT conference... Uh, tomorrow or coming up is um, the largest English teacher conference, English language conference in Japan. And um, last year was uh, made me wince. I, yeah. You know, I couldn't stay in the room. Well, yeah, and don't don't practice just the night before. Yeah, yeah. Take a good week. Yeah. And I mean, we we all can speak in front of a class usually no problem. Right. But I know myself, when I get in front of my colleagues, That's I get scary. nervous. Yep, it is scary. But you do you, you have to take a, a page from the Steve Jobs handbook. I mean, if you really want to look create at Pixar. how... Yes, create Pixar. <laughs> uh, if you really want to look at... Because then you can quit teaching because you're rich. <laughs> uh, oh, there's the bell. We're almost done. End it. Um, no, Steve I got to yeah, yeah, yeah. take, the, take the page from Jobs handbook and practice 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 like grueling he practices for like six hours a day coming up to the big apple presentations and because of that it looks like it's just a natural little flow and it doesn't look like he practices at all it looks like it's just and there it is and that's what that's what you as teachers need to do too because i will snore if i am in your presentation <laughs> 
And I he apologize will turn for our flyers it, no. into airplanes and throw them <laughs> at you. I never thought about that. Don't tempt me. <laughs> All right. We are at 35 minutes, 36 minutes. Wow, we so, went long. <laughs> we're teachers. We talk. <laughs> uh, we hope you enjoy this show as Thanks well as listening to us. all of our others. Uh, if you have any comments, questions, jokes, problems, skateboard tricks that you want to show us. Non-spam stuff. Non-spam, please. Uh, please hit the forums over at education.org, which we spelled for you before. And uh, let us know. We got big questions. We got little questions. We got uh, all sorts of stuff over there. So check it out. Thank you very much. Take it easy, everyone. We'll see you at T-Cell, baby. <laughs>